Well, hello everyone, and welcome to Down Is Up World. It is March 23rd, 2021, and um, I've had kind of a rough week myself. I hope that uh, you all are doing better than I am. (laughs) I um, have some things I want to share with you. I want to touch base on a few little items, such as the big news of the Biden triple slip. That's what I call it, the triple slip. I would give it about an eight or nine if I was judging it. Um, It would have been perfect had he fallen down the remaining stairs. My big question about it all was, where were the the military guys who were standing right there at the base of the stairs? Why didn't they dash up to help him? Could it be that they just didn't care? <laughs> I I just truly don't know why they um just stood there. I thought that was so interesting. I kept I kept waiting for one of them to just magically appear and and be there and and you know grab his hand and say master master are you okay <laughs> but that did not happen did it no it did not nobody rushed in i just i just found that absolutely bizarre absolutely bizarre um but I would give it about an eight. I, I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna settle on an eight because, um, yeah, a couple elements were missing, such as a rescue and falling completely down the stairs. Um, another exciting little thing here that um, I got was I actually you know how when you go to a, a Chinese food place. Um, you get a fortune cookie at the end. Well, I always call them statement cookies because usually it's a statement, not a true fortune, something that says something that will happen to you, you know. Well, I actually got a real quote-unquote fortune in my latest cookie, and I kept it because I thought I really want this one to come true. It, it says this, you will be rewarded for your patience and understanding well, let's hope so. I'm just going to keep that right here. Keep that right here in the book. Because I think it's really important to remember that we will be rewarded for our patience and understanding. God will reward us. He He loves us. Our Heavenly Father wants to give us rewards. Um, and we have to remember that we may not get to see the things that we want to see. But hopefully, we will get to see them in this lifetime. But that has been my sustaining, uh, my sustaining thought um, is that ultimately, every lie will be revealed. Um, and that's not just a Linwood statement, that's in the Bible. <laughs> And it's, it's really important, I think, to, to remember that 
Um, I, I'm kind of, I don't know if you can hear me shuffling my pages here, but I'm trying to find, I read it this morning, a psalm, and now I can't remember which psalm it was. So, I'll have to think about it. It might have been 94. I'll look at it here in a second. But something that um, has really been on my mind is, again, going back to my, I know you're tired of hearing about it, my my study on Daniel, um, is that we are in the, quote, final age, according to the prophecies of Daniel, um, and it's the church age, and it's the church age is right now on God's timeline, and in that timeline, we're just a little dot. Do you ever think about that? You know, our what we feel is so vastly important in our here and now, in the timeline of God. It's just a dot. The Bible sometimes calls it a vapor. You know, we're but a vapor. And we're, we're living um, as though... I heard this analogy um, that if you think about it, the span of our lifetime, no matter what our lifetime may be... Um, can be seen as one grain of sand. One grain. And that grain of sand is our entire life. But then you compare that to all the grains of sand in the world, under all the oceans, on all the beaches, and all the waters, and it's very, very, very minuscule. However, it's very, very important that each life focus on what, what happens when we let our guard down. What happens when... Um, something big on that biblical timeline happens. You know, there are there are bigger things and smaller things, and there are eras of time that are more, quote-unquote, memorable than others. Um, I heard someone say, you know, how, how many people actually know the name of their fourth great-grandparent removed, you know, a couple people I know that um, have done extensive ancestry, they may know. But for the most part, you can't say, oh, my great, 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 great grandfather, you know, so-and-so. <laughs> you just don't know his name because that's so long ago. And all that we see and focus on is our here and now. And like I said, certain events on God's timeline 
are enormous events, but each and every one of those events happened in its own moment, in its own grain of sand, in its own little dot on that timeline. And we don't know what God's ultimate plan is for this very moment that we're living in, this very uh, dot that we are encompassing on God's timeline, timeline. We may have some amazing significance, and I believe that we do. I don't know what it is, but I do know that there are so many things going on um, that are off the charts abnormal. I mean, we'll go through periods of time where, yeah, things can get rocky and rolly and, and, and you know, we might have a, a war here and there and, and, and things might be harder than others. But for the most part, right now, we're living in crazy time crazy time. And I don't think I'm alone in feeling that way. Now, I do believe that there are are groups of people who are completely blind and completely stupid. Um, And we may get into that a little bit later, but something that we must absolutely remember is that it's, it's not just our timeline that we're living it's a, a vast universal timeline. And so the things that we cannot see are the spiritual. And Satan is fighting every single day. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't rest. And he doesn't stop. And his goal is to kill us. And his goal is to destroy us. But we have to remember we are sealed with God's signet ring, so to speak. He has literally placed a seal on us that that Satan and his demons can see. And if you have accepted Christ as your savior, you are a child of the living God and Satan knows it. And he cannot and he will not wear us down. We have to use our power to fight against it in whatever capacity that we can to help with the craziness that's going on around us, even though it's just a dot. Um, I've often, another, another analogy might be the dash. I know there's a poem um, or an inscription, something along those lines called the dash. And what the dash is, every tombstone has a dash on it. And that dash describes the entirety of the person who is buried there their life, the life that they lived. Because 
it goes from just making this up date of birth you know 1902 dash 1970 whatever I don't know I just made that up but everything for that person everything they did is comprised in that dash and you want to make your dash as meaningful as you possibly can because we don't know think about think about the people who were there on the day that Jesus was crucified easter's coming up and i i really am praying that every church in the country will not fear repercussions and will be open and will allow as many people as want to to come through those doors because that is our responsibility. I was reading in my Democracy in America book. I want to see if I can find that really quick. There was a a phrase that I found really interesting about um, what happens when society ignores um, tyranny, essentially. Um, Let's see. This might be it. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just reading this, and it's this is you know Alex Alexis de Tocqueville, in his book Democracy in America. Uh, I do not think that a democratic power is naturally without force or resources say rather that it is almost always by the abuse of of its force and the misemployment of its resources that it becomes a failure anarchy is almost always produced by its tyranny or its mistakes but not by its want of strength it goes on but I, I cannot recommend this book enough. It, it's so interesting. First of all, this book is remarkable to me in that the analysis um, of this guy, Alexis de Tocqueville, you know, he came to America in May of 1831. And just the ability to write a 300-page book on his observations of humans. To me, it's, it's phenomenal. And his analysis and the thought he put into it, that's his dot, you know? This man will never be forgotten because what he did during the time he was in America, to me, was it's truly astonishing how he took apart what we were building at that time. And... Um, you know, obviously the Civil War hadn't even happened yet. And 
things were really fresh. You know, the West was not developed. We had nothing but nowhere to go but up, so to speak. And if you think about, you know, in the hundred and, let's see, almost 200 years now that it's been since he wrote that, look how far we've come. And it's really interesting to read what his analysis is. And the, he, he goes into things such as how A, B, C, and D within our democracy could fail if, you know, it, A, B, C, and D happen. What if this happens? What if that happens? And some of those things have happened, and some of them are happening right now. And we have to focus on things that are dividing us and tearing us apart, and that's a huge problem. I think that so many people are not aware of even that they are being so lied to and so um, brainwashed essentially by what they see on TV, on on day-to-day television shows even. Just, just watching a generic TV drama, you can be so indoctrinated with some other truth that is completely ridiculous and some people may believe it um and and I think that's the goal I really do I think that the ultimate goal for people in the media for big tech for big pharma for all the globalists has to become um in control and I learned some a few things this week about um, transhumanism. I, I don't think I had really understood what it was before. And so I did a little bit of research for myself. And that transhumanism is what Bill Gates and others such as Fauci and um, uh Amazon, Jeff Bezos, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and the idiot Jack Dorsey, (laughs) they all believe in this theory of transhumanism. And what it is, is it basically, they believe that there will be a time when they will be able to essentially take their essence, that is what you and I might call our soul, okay, our consciousness, our, our, what, what makes our insides work, our brains, um, and they will put it into a machine. They will therefore be the machine, and so they will then have no concept of time. Um, it's a it's a basically, it's a sort of an immortality for them. Um, 
and, and how they do that is they believe, they truly believe this, that they will upload their consciousness into this machine, whatever machine it is, some high-tech computer, you know, maybe it's going to be some sort of artificial intelligence thing, I don't know. But they think they will essentially become gods. Once they're in the machines, um, they will express their will through robots that they will control. So their bodies don't mean anything to them anymore. And they don't care about society because they want control. They don't care about the fact that the vaccines are harmful because that's their goal. They need to get rid of the people because we're just in their way. Um, and they also have a war on carbon, which is ridiculous because carbon is an element. And not carbon monoxide. You know, they want to dominate the cosmos. And so they, they have somehow got this twisted sense of, of climate with, you know, carbon is the problem. And people are made of carbon. You know, everything has some form of carbon in it. We need our, you know, CO2 our, from plants and that sort of thing. And they have a war on it. They want to eliminate it all. And it's so hilarious because I just keep thinking about them and their electric cars. And I heard this interview with someone once and they said, okay, so let's say you have an electric car. Where does it get its electricity? And this person says, from the outlets. No, no, no. Where does the electricity that comes to the outlet come from? Well, from the building, this girl says. I'm sure she was blonde. We have to go there, okay? <laughs> and the, the, the person asking is like, no, no, not from the building. Where does, where's the initial source of the electricity? She could not fathom it. It was like completely beyond her comprehension to think that it just didn't magically appear, that electricity isn't something that is in and of itself. Well, to, to make electricity, you must have carbon. You must have fossil fuels. You must have the other things that they want to eliminate in order to have their electricity. And it's just so ridiculous. Anyway, okay, back to transhumanism. Their goal is to dominate the cosmos and that they will join in the artificial intelligence quantum machine somehow. Um, they need water to make microchips and circuit boards. They need to own and control all the energy systems, etc., and get us idiots out of their way. That's basically it. And I'm reading some of this. This is notes that I've taken when I, when I was doing some research on this. And so if you think about why George Soros 
transhumanism has it's these rich people that they have taken control and they want to control the power grid they want to control our water sources they want to control basically any source that we have for um our day-to-day living okay basic put it that way um They want to control all of it so that they can create their, their, the image of themselves as God. By having that control, they see themselves as God. Well, we are created in the image of God, but they think that they are better than God. They don't have God, which is why we're seeing the removal of religion from schools and um, Christians are now being persecuted. I'm, I'm just baffled by what I hear in the news on, you know, uh, job applications even, which is just complete discrimination. You're not allowed to ask somebody what their religious beliefs are when you hire them. You're not. But people are getting fired if their belief system shows up on their social media and it doesn't align with the company that they're working for. And that might be because they're a Christian, because they're a Trump supporter, because they're not a globalist, because they don't believe in quote-unquote climate change. All of these things have been so indoctrinated into our big tech, big business, big pharma. And things are happening that we would never have dreamed of just, I would say, even two years ago. Would you have thought that two years ago, you as a business owner would not be able to get a bank to support you, to have your, to hold your accounts for you based on the fact that you're a Christian? That's what's going on with the um, owner of Gab, the social media outlet Gab. He has been told by whatever bank it was, I think it's Bank of America, that he, um, they will no longer support his funds. He cannot find a bank that will support his funding. By that, he's basically not able to transact his business. He, he doesn't have a way for companies to pay him. For him to pay bills, it, it's crazy. We're, and I, 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 this is their goal. Their goal is to eliminate the quote-unquote problems. The problems are people that are Christians that believe alternately than what they believe. They're better than God, remember. And we worship God. Um, so I also learned about these transhumanism people, they uh, believe in this thing called ambrosia, which I had not heard of, but it's basically, they get blood transfusions from quote-unquote young people. So old globalists such as Soros Probably Nancy Pelosi. I'm pretty sure Nancy Pelosi is one of these people. Um, They literally get 
blood from young people. Now, you have to be uh, imaginative to come up with what I'm referring to as young people. And are these people still alive or are they not? Have they been sacrificed? Are they human sacrifices? These people are scary people. Transhumanism people are often, it isn't, well, I don't know if they are all Satanists, but I think that they are satanic in that as a Christian, I see anyone who is not for God as against God. It's that easy, okay? It there is there's no gray area. There's no you know blurred line as far as God's concerned, okay? When we when we get to that judgment day, he will either say he did not know us or he did. End of story. So these people get these blood transfusions because there's they 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 hope that by living on other people's blood they hope to live long enough to achieve their transhuman goal of becoming gods they have all the money already um and so what's the next step becoming a god there's a parallel between transhumanism and demonism. I, I, I firmly, firmly believe it. Some want to destroy human life. Satanists want to spite God. And that is cohesive with transhumanism. And so therefore they work together. Satan has given them the power to fill his agenda on planet Earth. And I believe that is what we're living in right now. I think that these people are in such power that we are watching a time on God's timeline where we as Christians need to not be afraid. We need to voice our abject rejection of the things that we do not stand for, such as, (laughs) I heard this, this week that Columbia University they're going to basically segregate their graduation you may or may not have heard this but they will have their primary graduation but then they will offer six alternate graduation ceremonies those will be for Native Americans Black Americans Asian Americans Latino 
LGBTQ, and get this one, low income or slash first generation, meaning they're the first generation of their family line to have ever graduated from college. So they're being segregated based on race, ideology, and so-called class. And you can choose if you would like to go through that one of those graduations. You're very welcome to. But you're not welcome into those graduations if you don't fit into them. You may not attend them. Now, isn't that the very definition of racism? And that's what the left is brainwashing our kids into believing is righteous. They have gotten them so blind and so brainwashed. That word, it's just the fact. I don't know a better word to use. To believe that down is up, okay? And they don't even try to to do their own thinking. And... I think it's so important in this time for us to question everything. And if you aren't questioning everything, you are a fool or you've been brainwashed. You know, there's the woke people. And if you're not quote unquote woke, You're not walking with them. You know, they're the Black Lives Matter. They're the people that cannot accept, you know, all lives matter. They're the people that think if you don't, you know, what is, what is, what is the white, um, thing, you know, where you're supposed to be so sorry that you're white. I'm, don't be sorry for who you are. You cannot help who you are. There's no difference in us being sorry for who we, who we are, who God made us to be. Then a black person should never feel like they are a victim. You're only a victim if you choose to be. So Socrates and Jesus are two people that we should ascribe to be like. Put Jesus way higher than Socrates. But when I was in um, high school... I may have mentioned before that I have serious memorization disabilities and something that might take the average person, you know, to repeat five times, it would take me 50 times to repeat something. And so I just, as an adult, I have stopped even trying to memorize because it is so very hard for me. But one thing that I remember, I don't even know what class it was for, but I sat in my room and I just repeated to myself over and over and over again. I said, Socrates, Socrates, learn by asking questions. Socrates, Socrates, learn by asking questions. And I must have said it a hundred, two hundred times. And obviously, I still remember it. And to this day, if you mention Socrates... I know that he is the person that said, you learn 
by asking questions. And you have to think for yourself. And that leads me into the Biden video. I'm wondering if you've all seen the fake Biden video. So there were two things that happened. One of them I think I already discussed with you um, about the guy who lives in Washington, D.C. And he recorded that yeah, I did. I remember I talked to you about it now. He recorded the scene from the Rose Garden. He was at the Rose Garden while on CNN they were saying there was this big event with Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer going on and there was all these people and blah, blah, blah. But this guy was showing you live the Rose Garden had nothing going on. When I saw that, I knew, without a doubt, we are being played. Well, this week, the fake Biden video came out and came out big, but not on regular media. Oh, here's the funny thing. I actually did see it on Fox News. I saw the video but they did not discuss the fact that it's faked. They didn't, they didn't point out the fact that his hand basically goes through the microphone in front of him and that his hair is glowing green because he is fake Biden. Now, I don't know this, you know, there's all these theories out there that, you know, Biden is dead. Biden's, you know, just a puppet. Well, okay. A, I believe Biden is just a puppet. I don't think he's dead yet. I really don't. I think that he is, he definitely has a double. That's very, um, not so uncommon. Um, I listened to Jeffrey Prather and he is a very smart guy. He's ex-DEA. He's a whistleblower. He, he knows what's going on. And he says constantly that every major political player uh, is given a body double. Angela Merkel has one. Donald Trump has one. Hillary Clinton has one. Bill Clinton had one. Most of the presidents have had one within, you know, modern day era. And so this video, Biden supposedly is heading out to Marine One and he dashes over to the reporters, you know, as he's prone to dash and fall upstairs. Um, and it's clearly a green screen composite. The entire scene is background, including the microphones. And they, some person forgot, basically, to to filter out the microphones from the back, from the background image that they were using with Biden in the green screen. Um, because if you watch the video, you literally can see his hand go right through this microphone that is supposed to be in front of him. It was played all over the place. They ask him a question. There's also this, 
weird person walking in the background of it that um, is wearing like a trench coat and appears to be carrying a... It's very hard to tell, but if, you know, I've seen some zoomed in pictures of it where it looks like this person may be carrying a machine gun of some sort. But if that were real, do you think that Secret Service wouldn't be all over that person? Of course they would. There's also, I've seen pictures um, of a side-by-side, two pictures of Biden. One picture is he's got detached earlobes, and the other picture, his earlobes are attached. Now, that's not something you can change at will, okay? Your earlobes are either attached to your face or they're not. And that is something that you need to pay attention to. Another thing is the signing of the um, a thousand million hundred executive orders that he's done, like the dictator that he is. Sometimes he signs them right-handed. Sometimes he signs them left-handed. Now, I am a very ambidextrous person. I do many, many, many things left-handed, but I always write with my right hand. I can write with my left hand, but I would never, ever, ever sign a document with my left hand. It just wouldn't, I w- it wouldn't happen. I golf left-handed. I play tennis left-handed. I bat left-handed. I do lots of things differently. I eat completely left-handed. So, Pay attention to these things. And I'm not, I don't know. I wish I knew which one is the real Biden. Is real Biden detached earlobe Biden or is he the attached earlobe Biden? Is real Biden right or left-handed? I want to know. So I'm trying to figure that out. So every time I see him, I'm think I'm, I'm paying attention to these little details. And, you know, like when he fell down the stairs, that could have been fake Biden. Who knows? And it it just cracked me up how he got to the top of the stairs and he turns around and he does this stoic salute like, I'm okay. Nothing to see here. Everything's fine. You didn't see that. Pay no attention to that person who fell down the stairs. That was not me. (laughs) So ridiculous. Anyway, so this, this, uh, green screen fake video um it's a multi-layered video and i have played a little bit with doing edits and stuff like that um i am not that talented i would never even try to do something like that but i know basics of it and and in adobe you you basically create things by making layers okay so layer one might be the foreground, layer two might be the the person walking in, layer three might be the background, um, and then what you do at the end of it is you do this thing called flattening, okay, and it basically takes out all the layers and combines them. It's like compressing it into one image, okay, and whoever released that clearly did not remember to 
A, eliminate the um, microphone part <laughs> when his hand goes right through it. And also, they didn't fix the um, green reflection on his hair from the green screen behind him because that's a very common problem with green screens and white hair. Um, and you can also see this sort of a halo effect around... If you if you look really closely at the videos, you can see um, the the way it just doesn't look right. It looks almost two dimensional, and I don't mean T W O. I mean T O O dimensional. Like it's got too much depth to it in some weird way. It's like he's is he standing here or is he back farther? It's so hard to tell. But you can look just at his outline, like especially like the shoulder area, and you can kind of see that whenever they're green screen um in movies, etc. And it's very similar to uh the whole Obama's birth certificate thing. Now when that all was going on I was um, I was working in Adobe quite a bit, and I actually had gotten a copy of the birth of his birth certificate when it first was released, you know, by whoever released it from Hawaii. And the idiot didn't flatten the document. And it was so easy to take it apart. It was so easy because all you had to do was open it in Adobe. And you could see the different layers of it and how they created this. Well, I don't think you can find that one now because obviously that was time, time, time ago where um, <laughs> the the people have caught on, obviously. And, you know, all these truths are being covered. But the thing that you have to ask yourself is why why are we going through this why are we faking a presidency I really don't think that there are that many people right left democrat republican uh, in, you know I don't care I think the majority of people in America on some level really do know that Trump won the election and that something happened. You know, when Karl Rove calls President Trump at 1030 that night and says, congratulations, oh my gosh, you won in a landslide, good for you. And of course, we know that Karl Rove is just sucking up, but um, then the morning comes and, boy, something happened. You know, you have to have to think. You have to question everything. Don't let a day go by that you don't question things like taking the vaccine. I'm I'm so tempted to give everybody my dad's email address so you can all hound him with the reasons to not get the vaccine. It seems like he does not understand. My dad, with five engineering degrees, 
a highly decorated Air Force pilot, 323 combat missions in Vietnam. I'm telling you what, the man should be smarter than this. Daddy, if you're listening, you should be smarter. You should question the fact that people are dying from getting this vaccine. It was even on Stinchfield tonight. Oh my gosh, Newsmax questioned Fauci. I couldn't believe it. Way to go, Stinchfield, you go. I have a feeling that Grant Stinchfield knows a lot more than he lets onto on his show, but he seeps it out a little bit by little bit. Because even the CDC website, okay, what did, what did he say? I had it recorded. The CDC website says that 1,900 people or something have already died. We're only three months in, people. This year, 1,900 people have died from the vaccine. In a normal year, maybe 100 people to 200 people will die from taking a medication, okay? And the CDC is trying to cover their butts. Now, here's the problem. People trust the CDC. Big mistake. The CDC is just a big company. That's all they are. They're bought and paid for by billions and billions of dollars from people in China, drug companies. They are so owned that they will say whatever gets them the most money. Question everything. Do you need to take a vaccine that is causing death? Why do you even need to take it? If you've had the the disease before, and my dad has had COVID, he didn't like it. He felt very weak. (laughs) And he's not a man to be kept down. But, The thing is, they're going to start telling you, oh, but there's a new variant. And if you don't have a vaccine, the variant's going to kill you. Wrong. What's going to happen is this vaccine is designed to weaken your immunity, your body's natural immunity. Okay? God designed your body to fight off illness. Think about that. The body's natural tendency is to fight illness, to fight off disease. It's just like when you go into the hospital and you get superbugs in the hospital because that's where they're all cultivating and mishmashing and regenerating and all that. Excuse me. But what is now being discovered by these vaccines is people who have had covid that get the vaccine are dying from it because it weakens their immunity. And so what's going to happen is, is if you're re-exposed to COVID, once you've had the vaccine, you will not be able to fight off any other strain. It will kill you. Question everything. 
Why are we being told that Biden is the president? Is he dead? Or are we waiting for something? What are we waiting for? Is there a shoe that's going to drop? I sure hope so. All of the answers that I have seen in the past two weeks and including from November 3rd on tell me my wisdom and intellect, my questioning tells me that Biden is not the president. Not my president. He's a loony tune. He's crazy. Okay. So I that that's my that's my uh suggestion for you. And I would really love it if you could give me some feedback about uh send me a message on my Telegram or my parlor page, which is um, both of them are at Jill Joe, and find me there. Those are basically the only two um, social media that I have. I do have Daffodils Galleria on Twitter. But send me a message if you are willing to chew out my father and give him understanding about this whole vaccination thing that he doesn't need it. I have told him, I will get you ivermectin. If you get COVID again, I will get you ivermectin. I will get it for you and you will be cured. Do not fear. Okay. That being said, I would like to close with a book from my book of lists. <laughs> I have two of them and I can only find one and I'm really just, just upset about it because I really want to find the other one because it's the better one. But this one is short and sweet, and it's by John Wesley, and it's called Rules for Christian Living. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can. To all the people you can, as long as ever you can. And I think that sums it up pretty good. Goes right along with my whole uh, thoughts of we can't we can't let down is up world ruin our life. We have to be vocal. We have to we have to stand up for things that we know are our rights. That Bill of Rights means something. How long will you wear your mask? When will you go to the store that has a sign on the front door that says masks but must be worn and walk right past it because you know that the law says you don't have to. And you know the science behind why. You know the science behind the truth of what COVID is and, and where it comes from and the truth behind its recoverability rate. You know the facts and you can back that up if you're confronted. That's why you have to question things 
Think for yourself. Don't accept what they're telling you. Because it's all lies. And that goes back to Satan has given them power to fill his agenda on planet Earth. He is the father of lies. He's running the show, but won't be forever. We know who wins. We've read the back of the book. And the earlier part of the book, Daniel and Revelation team tag, or tag team it. Just keep that focus. When As you go on about your days, and I'm sorry I'm not being really regular about doing my podcasts, but all three of you who listen, I don't, don't be mad at me. <laughs> because, you know, I have been dealing with my son. Pray for my son. His name shall be left alone at this point, but my son needs some prayers right now. Thank you for listening, and uh, I hope you'll share this with somebody, Um, and uh, come back next time. And remember, question everything, because I know nothing.